Hello again, I'm Nick, and this is your Daily Dose. This episode has everything. A popular child actress from the early 20th century, high-tech pens, and the best ways to handle hecklers. Bob and I must be mathematicians because of all of our tangents. Enjoy. Shirley Temple. Oh my God, I love her drink. Is a young woman and a national treasure and has a lot of credible threats against her. Mm-hmm. There's a newly formed agency called the FBI who uh, is investigating this. And J. Edgar Hoover befriends Shirley Temple and gives her a tear gas fountain pen. This is true. This is true. And in exchange to... She give him some pretty shoes. Uh, it may be some pretty shoes or just some makeup suggestions. I'm not really sure. I've heard all the stories about Jay. What a gift Hoover. for a child! Uh, it it's bizarre. Like the tear gas fountain pen to protect yourself. Yeah, yeah. From Mr. Bojangles, the tap dancer, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. That's just a weird gift for a kid. But but I like that they got it together. And Shirley Temple later ended up being an ambassador. Uh, yeah. for the United States, uh, which is, that's an interesting uh, path that she took. But so J. Edgar, I didn't realize that they were around at the same time. So around, I think this was around 48 or 49. Incredible. And uh, yeah, so Shirley might've been in her late teen years. So she might've been less of a child. She might've been old enough. I'm not sure. What's the, what's the age for a tear gas pen that you can be? Like, I'm, can I'd be say 16? no younger than 13. 13 and up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I got my kid an AK when he was, you know. 14 but an ak pen ak pen (laughs) honestly that's the only kind of ak that we're having around my house except for people from arkansas oh that's nice it's a different thing i do like you know that made me think of all the james bond pens but really now the pens have laser pointers and highlighters like what are you going to do beyond that yeah well guess what i think i always thought i'd like to use my laser pointer for presentations as a weapon but you have to get it like right in the pupil of the eye yeah to make it work work right up takes a lot of accuracy and i haven't really mastered that yet so best i can get is to like light up your nose have you ever had hecklers like when you're either doing a presentation or you're on stage doing improv? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so is that when you have the laser yeah, pointer that's like and you just one, with one them? in each holster? And yeah, just pull them out. I, I've, I've disabled a number of people in the audience. It's uh, sometimes I'll be honest with you. I don't even care who I hit as long as I hit somebody. Because once one person's blind, everybody shuts up. That's a good point. It's the so same. You should just start with that every yeah. presentation. Same. Well, it's the same philosophy that my dad used to have when with. Us as kids, there's six kids in the back of a van, and we're all making trouble. My father would just reach back and just smack at one of us. It didn't matter which one he hit. Once he heard the slap and the cry, we all just shut up because we're like, victim taken. We'll be quiet now. Yeah, because I could be next. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So same basic concept with lasers in the eyes. When you get heckled, I want to go back to that. Because I think that's, so that's one of the fears of, you know, one of the biggest fears, I think, for people besides death is speaking in public. Isn't that weird? People would rather die than speak in public, which shows you how into ourselves we are. Oh, how, yeah, how we're so I'd rather not be embarrassed. Yeah. I'd rather die than be embarrassed. There's a, there's a statement in life that could be like a, a license plate in New Hampshire, <laughs> you know, 
I, I, New Hampshire does a lot of interesting things. Like but that. okay, so hecklers. Here's the thing with hecklers. Hecklers are human beings who want attention. Yeah. And hecklers want the attention of the audience that you have. And if you don't have the audience before the heckler tries to have the audience, it becomes a struggle for the audience. Uh, and in those instances, I always give the audience to the heckler for the first laugh. Uh, and then we enjoy that, and it looks like a gift, and then I take the audience back. But sometimes um, I have the audience on my side when the heckler arrives, at which point I just do a little judo move with the whole audience. It's not my energy against the heckler. It's me and my whole audience against the heckler. And you'll notice some of the best comedians out there do the same thing. They turn the audience to the heckler to make it them understand that this is the power I have. Mm -hmm. I have the power of the whole audience, not just the microphone. And so it's a beautiful moment when they realize, oh man, I just... I thought I was going to step on an ant and realize it's a whole anthill here. You know, surprise. Uh, but the other side is improv has made me pretty um, impervious to heckling because a heckle is an offer. A heckle is a new piece of information that comes out of nowhere. And if you love things that come out of nowhere, this is a gift. Because then you just take that thing and you find a way to spin it into something that makes the audience laugh. Even that makes the heckler laugh. And if you can, by some miracle make the heckler look good, and get the audience to laugh, you have a miracle moment. You also have a heckler who will never shut up because he's just had his moment in the glory. Right, and they'll keep going. He's going to like, oh, and that's the point when you inform him, no, no, this isn't a duo. This is actually a solo <laughs> act, or this is you know us doing it up here. Very often I have to say to my audience members when they get a little too exuberant at SAC um, that I love their energy because I do. They want to participate. They're excited. It's it's hard to contain yourself sometimes. And I love that. Don't lose that. But let's do it within the guidelines of the show so that everybody can have a good time. And a little heckling, guess what? Never really hurt anybody or any show that's worth its weight. Uh, but I do think when it goes over the edge, you need some tools to, uh, to find a way to redirect it so that it works for you. I'm going to find my, my sweet heckle spot. Next yeah, you wish you would. Yeah, you think you can. Sorry, that was just my best heckler. Oh, okay. Thanks. Pretty good, right? That's really good. Thanks, man. Hey, gang, it's Bob. Thanks for spending some time with us today. A final note to all my hecklers out there. Here's my best advice. Take a stand-up class. Take an improv class. Audition for a play. Yelling out mean things during live performances is really not healthy behavior. I think it's a cry for you to find your audience. Say yes to that impulse. And when you do, rock your own world. Until then, zip it. We'll catch you all next time.